Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Hamid. Welcome to The Common Rounds. And today what we're going to focus on are the eyes. And so we're going to break this into three parts. Yeah. We're going to talk about how your um, how light actually generates this mm-hmm. kind of signal and makes you see. And then we're talking about in the next episode how the signal gets transmitted to your brain. Yep. And then finally what we're going to talk about in the third episode is just some reflexes. Yeah, yeah really. And I think that's really clinically very important with the reflexes. Mm. Now, before we talk about the eyes, we need to maybe dabble in a bit of histology as well because the eye has got a couple of key important okay. structures. Sure. So the eyeball, you have your um, uh, sclera, which is that, the white. Then yep. you have your choroidal layer, which okay. is slightly inner, and that's all your blood vessels. Yep. And then you have the retina. Okay. Now with the retina, though, yep. um, re- the retina is where all your sort of... it's has all the pigmented areas which pick up the light and also has the neural components as well. Sure. So our focus today is going to be on the, um, the rods, the pigments, as well as the, the nerves that are picking up that signal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's talk about the rods. What do the rods do? So rods are a type of photoreceptor. And so these are receptors that um, that translate, like pick up on the light particles mm-hmm. and cause some like internal chemistry changes. Yeah. Um, I think they. I think it has something to do with cycle of GMP. Yeah. Um, I think if you want to look into it, there's that certain pathways that you could look into. Mm-hmm. And then alternatively to rods, there's this other type of photoreceptor called cones. Yeah. Um, what do you know what the difference is between? Yeah. Them? So I think the way I remember is C for color. Cones see color, okay. whereas rods are mainly black and white. So at nighttime, you know, the reason you see black and white is because your rods are far more active at night mm-hmm. in a low light environments than they are in high environments, okay. high light environments. Yeah. And actually, rods are far more numerous than coins. You, the, okay. Your eyes comprise more of the rods than there are of coins. Oh. Now the coins are located in a very special part of the eye called the macula. And okay. keep this in the back of your mind because the macula is in the as we mentioned. In the um, in the area in the retina, yep. and that's where you get high concentration of coins. So that's where you see a lot of your color perception. Mm-hmm. There are three types of coins, Andy, okay. and they correspond to different wave oh, wavelengths. Do you remember what they are? Uh, no, not really. No, I think it, they're also easy to remember because there there are uh, S coins, M coins, and L coins, and then. Okay. The S, M, and L refer to the wavelength of light. So the S coins is short waves mm-hmm. length light, and that's yeah. usually a blue color or the on the higher um, higher end. Yep. Your M is mainly your greens, and your Ls are your reds. And the combination of these activations leads to the various color perceptions. Ooh. And I think it's the way the camera, uh, it's the way camera lenses work uh-huh. as well. Cool. Yep. So three different coins that you see. Yep. Now, what's interesting is that the genes coding for the M and L coins are on the X chromosome and mm-hmm. imagine if you have an abnormality with your um, one of your X chromosomes and if you're a man you only have one X chromosome <laughs> so you, that's where you tend to see color blindness more in men than in, oh, in, in, wow. in women yeah it's very interesting Science. nice now so we mentioned about roads and co- coins in the retina but that it doesn't end there there are yep. also um other key structures that then start transmitting that uh, information across yep. so what are um, bipolar cells Andy yeah Yes, so with light, once they, hit, once they hit the photoreceptors, the rods and cones, they cause a chemical change, mm-hmm. and then these rods or cones send electrical signals. They synapse onto the cells called bipolar cells, yep. and there is a... Um, so the bipolar cells receive information from the rods and cones, and then they transmit it on the other end to this thing called ganglion cells. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And ganglion cells, on the other hand, they... Uh, they have long axons mm-hmm. that all bunch up together to form the optic tract, yeah. and that yeah. would be your cranial nerve number two. I think. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, the whole 
transmission structure is that you receive light in your rods and light in your cones and then they synapse together with bipolar cells and the bipolar cells then synapse with ganglion cells. So let's go a bit more into what bipolar and ganglion cells are. Yeah, so then bipolar cells can help localize the signals in that, that you see, they improve the signal quality, mm-hmm. and they also can affect the sensitivity of ganglion cells as well. Okay. Now, with ganglion cells, I believe there are two key ones that we need to be aware of. Sure. There's the pa- paracel type. Yeah, paracel types, um, uh, they synapse to much more, they receive inputs from two, you know, let's say, uh, I mean, up to 250 coins. So they experience general color, they see general color. Whereas the midget cells, they synapse to ganglion cells in a uh, sorry. Uh, Midget cell ganglion type cells receive one to one input from um, mm. the coins, so they're yeah. much better for actually s- discriminating detail. Mm. So one is to you know respond to just features of movement. Mm-hmm. The other one, so that's paracels because they receive input from lots of different um, uh, coins. Yeah. Whereas midget cells, because of the one to one relationship to coins, yeah. for example, yeah. are far better at detail. Mm. And so as you can guess, the midget cells probably have a higher concentration yeah. in, in the macula. Yeah. Uh, or very close to the center of the macula mm-hmm. than um, than paracels. Paracels. Yeah. Actually, I think um, I, I agree with like most of it, but I think there might be um, instead of like paracel cells receiving up to two hundred and fifty cones, mm-hmm. it could be also from rods. Rods as well. As well. Yeah. 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 And I think in general the cones are more focused with that. Like when we say cones, not only are they with color, we also associate cones with like high visual acuity. Yeah. Is generally cones from my understanding as well from what I mm-hmm. heard um, was that they they tend to have a higher one to one ratio with ganglion cells. Yeah. So, no, I agree. So, I'm, so I'm, you might need to like probably like fact check. Like I mean, I'm talking to the listener right now to just to fact check on whether if the um whether if the parcel cells get up to 250 cones mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. I I would think it's probably more to do with 250 rods. Yeah, sure. We can okay. well, we can look into that for you yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Now, and the whole point is once these ganglion cells receive the input, as you mentioned, they. Yeah. And go into the brain mm-hmm. so uh, and then they sign up in various structures one of them the key structure being the thalamus and the structure there the nucleus is the lateral genicular uh, nucleus l4 light but that's for our next episode yeah it doesn't end just there though there are also other structures um so interneurons that um that can or, or um yeah and called interneurons of cells that can alter the signals in addition mm-hmm. to the effects of bipolar cells. So yep. there are things like horizontal cells mm-hmm. and uh, amacrine cells. Yep. And their purpose is kind of like the um, the outer hair cells in the ear is to alter the signal. So uh-huh. to minimize noise yep. and to improve um, output of yep. the, the signal. So you can even improve the quality of what's being perceived yep. by the brain. So to paint like a visual picture, right? So like we, so with the, from the photoreceptor cells, they travel to the, uh, sorry, they travel to the, um, bipolar cells and mm-hmm. to the ganglion cells and these interneurons that we're talking about called horizontal or amacrine cells they yep. connect in between these two right? that's right in a yeah. horizontal fashion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they then alter the signals to improve the quality yeah um so that's really all i want to talk about now there are other key um um anatomical structures so you might come okay. across in your readings a, a term called a phobia yeah and the phobia is really where you 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 know as the area associated with the macula it's the mo- the most concentrated and i think the most important part of the okay. uh, this this pathway um and that's where you see a high concentration of um of coins as well yeah. there's also other key things that you might come across and that's the retinal um, pigmented epithelial cells okay these uh, this region of the retina is high in um, melanin-producing epithelial cells. Mm-hmm. And you might think, well, why is there melanin in the, in the eye? The whole mm-hmm. point of melanin is it's in the back of the retina, so it doesn't affect the coins, but it's to absorb 
the light and minimize yep. light bouncing off the cornea mm-hmm. and, and in the eye to minimize um, the, the interferences we'll have with an mm-hmm. otherwise um, good visual perception. Cool. Are there any other cells that you think we need to mention? Actually, whereabouts is the macular from a degree point of view in the eye? Actually, I don't know. Uh, I think it's, um, yeah. last time I, I looked at it, I think it's about 15, and, um, uh, 15 degrees to the phobia. So the phobia is really... Um, Nasal. Yeah, so the optic disc, um, yeah, I think it's 15%. 15 degrees of the phobia is the optic disc where, you know, as we mentioned, all the nerves, the ganglion cells okay. go out of the eye. And so what happens there? Can you actually see light there? No, you can't because... That's optic, what, I was, what I was getting to in a yeah, really roundabout way. Yeah, okay. So where the optic, the optic disc is where all the ganglion cells kind of meet and that's mm. the main exit point. They all exit from yeah. the eyeball. And so over there, you won't have any photoreceptors, therefore you can't see, and that's what you call your blind spot. Exactly. And if you notice, this is why when you're driving, you kind of look over your shoulder to make sure you've covered your blind spot mm-hmm. because you can't really see anything there. Well, you, 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 only have, you only notice a blind spot if one of your eyes isn't working, right? I think so, yeah. Because if you have two eyes, then I think both of them kind of cover your blind spot. So to yeah. find it, you have to cover one eye to find it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. possibly. So we mentioned today uh, about the key cells, rods for um, black and white, I reported yeah. black and white. We mentioned cones about color. Yeah. We mentioned about bipolar cells which uh, transit, get input from um, your cones or rods mm. they sign up onto ganglion cells and ganglion cells then leave um, the, uh, the area and form the optic disc which goes to the brain mm-hmm. we talk about the pigmented retin- uh, epithelial cells yeah. we talked about the macula interneurons as well and the interneurons as well yeah. so thanks for tuning in in our next episode I think we're going to talk about the, actually the pathways that, that are involved they're really important in mm-hmm. my opinion Yes, um, and they relate to pathology so um, stay tuned for our next episode see you next time Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our co-editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.